0: Hey guys, Bill here. This is not my podcast. This is the latest episode of Brandon Miller's Iron Asylum podcast. A podcast I, I luckily, I gratefully and graciously get to co-host with the very cool, very funny, very entertaining Brandon Miller. So this week we sat down with Curtis Dunham, the guest on my most recent episode, and we discussed The Harry Man. Now if you're not familiar with the hairy man, the hairy man is a legend, myth perhaps, coming out of our own great land. It's basically our own Sasquatch. So Curtis does a really good job of breaking down some of the roots of the Sasquatch, not the Sasquatch, the hairy man, and we kind of get into it and touch on a whole bunch of different subjects that you are only going to find on the Iron Asylum podcast. So make sure that if this is something that you're interested in hearing about, that you subscribe to the Iron Asylum podcast. Uh, The link is in the description. All right, ladies and gentlemen, and others, you're tuned in, checking out another Iron Asylum podcast. This is what, number four? Number four. Number four, and our host, ladies and gentlemen, Brandon Miller.
1: (laughs) Today we're gonna cover steroids where steroids are kinda of picking up a bad a bad vibe across the the world ever since Mark McGuire, Sammy Sosa, all those guys got America's hopes up that people could be these superheroes and then it all it they pissed lied off to us. It pissed off a lot of Congress when it when it happened. It it made Congress really crack down, put steroids in the same category as cocaine, heroin, all that class one substance. And I'm not saying that steroids are for everyone, but I am saying that as a guy who at 32, about 30 is when it hit me that there was something changing in my body and it was not a good thing. I went from somebody who was always ready to have sex, always ready to get up, go to work every day, always ready to do whatever needed to be done with my body to over a very short amount of time, just felt huge dump shortly after getting out of the army And I just did not want to do shit, didn't want to have sex with my wife, didn't want to go to work anymore, didn't want to exert any kind of energy. After going to five doctors, every one of them seeing that I had been in the military, all of them telling me, hey, you just have PTSD. And I'm telling them, you know what, I didn't have this problem for the first year that I got out. This is something new. I finally found the sixth doctor who listened to me, did a blood test and said, yeah, you've got the test scores of an 80-year-old man. I had never touched anabolics before that. I had never messed with it. Anything else that, to my knowledge that could have dumped it could be diet, could be stress. There's all kinds of factors that can go into dumping a guy's test levels. But I think it's something that a lot of guys are battling and I know through the gym, a lot of those guys come in and they they tell me the same symptoms and every single one of these guys who has taken it upon themselves to go get a blood draw come back showing that yeah, they are not where they should be even for their age a lot of times even being 40 years old if you are not at the same level as a 21 year old there's no reason you shouldn't be or a 21 year old there is no negative side effect to taking yourself back to being a 21 year old level of testosterone where you still feel that raw when you see your wife walk in the room naked you should you should feel that like you would have if she walked in the room when you were 16 you should still feel that raw to get up and go do your job every day and have that that feeling of being a man again. And for whatever reason, I think a lot of it has to do with the whole toxic masculinity shit that we're dealing with these days. It's not looked at as a real problem. You wouldn't take a guy off of his bipolar meds if he was bipolar, but then at the same time I actually get a lot of bullshit back at me for saying that steroids, that testosterone is a good thing. because. A lot of guys who I just don't think ever were very high in testosterone see it as something that's not necessary and a lot of women just don't understand it. And so I'm I'm here today to kind of go over talking about how I think it's a big deal and it's something that needs to be addressed. And there's no reason with as low as I felt, as shitty as I felt, not to go go over it and, and kind of tell people there is an example or there is an option out there that can make things better. and not to get so wrapped up in the social it's cheating if you're into sports it's you know it's a it's a it's a scapegoat away from actually just working harder at the gym it's i believe it's something that can help a lot of people and i have some theories as to why it's not not being Pushed more within the medical community.
0: Well, I think it was Louis Simmons that said that uh, folks that are using the gear are probably the hardest workers in the gym because it's they're already they're already on the supplement they're already putting in the work and why you are taking uh, a lot of these supplements is is just as much for recovery as anything else because mm-hmm. of, of uh, putting in the the amount of work getting in whether it's getting under the squat rack getting on the bench or whatever it is uh, that your sport uh, your sport is I think that I think for a lot of people. Um, it becomes a misunderstanding of of what some of these things are. Like, for example, in the documentary "Bigger, Stronger, Faster," there was uh, there was the kid who was on a whole bunch of different medication uh, and tried steroids and then took his own life. But no one is talking about the fact that that kid was on you know a hundred thousand different psychotropic
1: drugs, mm-hmm. um, and he was overly abusing the steroids. I'm never going to, and I'm not going to say that I have never gone over what the doctor prescribed me. I, I, I do. I have made the choice it, and there's no way. Once you step out of just going a basic cycle for somebody who is low in testosterone is going to be a shot, a half a milligram on Monday, a half a milligram on Thursday or Friday. A shot with a one inch needle you put in your butt, it's a half a milligram of liquid you jam in there, a milliliter of liquid you jam in there. The total is gonna be 250 milligrams total. You can buy one of those bottles. That bottle has 10 milliliters inside of it. So that means you can get 10 weeks out of that one bottle. That bottle, with my insurance, costs 30 bucks. You now have pharmaceutical grade stuff. You know it's not made by some dude in his bathtub over in Moldova. It's legit quality stuff coming from a pharmacy. And the problem is getting a doctor that is going to actually pay attention to you, like my doctor did. He said, okay, this is where you're low. We're going to fix this. Most doctors know that $30 that you're going to have to take that fixes a lot of other problems. It fixes depression. It fixes the sexual side effects. It fixes your motivation. It fixes. They can instead throw you on Adderall. They can throw you on an antidepressant. They can throw you on a sleeping pill. They can throw you on uh, uh, something else that's going to bring up your your mood. They're going to put all this different shit on you And that's a much bigger payday through the pharmaceutical companies. It's much like this ganglion block that I'm looking down into going to Chicago to get taken care of. The fucking VA knows. It has been proven over and over and over. They have a 90% success rate in taking veterans like myself who are able to have a a good job, run a company, take care of their family, pay their bills, high-functioning veterans out there who are still fucked up. We're still fucked up. I wake up every day at a 7. When I get out of bed, all it takes is me bumping my toe on the end of the bed and I'm ready to throw a punch through the wall. That's not a good place to wake up. When you wake up and look at your phone and just you're automatically just pissed off. And I've been living that for the last 10 years. That is PTSD. But what they have found out is by putting this needle in the C5 and the C3 in your neck, going in with a little thing and burning it off, costs $1,600 total. That's no insurance. Insurance won't cover it. 1600 bucks. they have a 90% success rate with taking veterans who are, like myself, waking up at an 8 or a 9 every morning and then drop them all the way down to where they're hanging about a 3 and a 4 out of the scale of 1 to 10 of how just on edge you are when you wake up. You basically get into this point where you're in a, a state of fight or flight because that's what keeps you alive over there and you're not able to turn it off. The VA knows this, but because they have such a big fucking contract with Pfizer, They are choosing to stick with just doping the shit out of myself and all my fellow soldiers out there who are coming back fucked up. They make more money, they get more of a kickback from the big pharmaceutical companies than they would to just do this operation that takes three three hours, you're in, you're out, and you're on your way. It either works or it doesn't. There is no negative side effects at all. It does not make you worse if it doesn't work. You either come out of it and you feel like, holy shit, a thousand pounds just got taken off my shoulders, or... Sorry, Doc, I don't feel shit. And you're just one of the 10% that aren't responsive to it. The other 90%, Dakota Meyer, the guy who was married to Bristol Palin, Congressional Medal of Honor, he swears by this. Did a podcast with Joe Rogan about it. Steroids fall in that same category where it's not going to make money. Doctors make money off what gets, how many pills they can push. They get kickbacks and percentages off what they sell. And I truly believe that that's what it is. A $30 bottle of testosterone that will even out your mood because now instead of your hormones being out of whack with such low test scores, you then start producing estrogen, which kind of starts doing this wave effect where one day you're sad, the next day you're kind of like a woman going through menopause would be the closest way I could describe who I was for the two years while I was trying to figure out what the fuck was going on with me. They start pushing all these pills on you, which I will tell you first fucking hand, those pills are not no side effect there were a lot of them that had terrible side effects where i was already depressed and it would throw me into a hole where i was just in a ball on the ground crying not knowing what the fuck was going on there was no reason for it it was just i'm just a puddle of shit you have an option to take you somewhere else into a good place and they will not go for it and they instead they continue to put this anybody who uses steroids is a cheater anybody who uses steroids anybody who is at the gym that's big must be on steroids like you said on the louis simmons thing just putting a fucking needle of testosterone in your ass does not make you big you will not be able to sit at home and eat funyuns and put on size you have to go in and put in the work what it does is it gives you that energy back to put in the work at 35 40 you're probably going to have a little bit more dedication because you're not a 21 year old running around trying to get into parties and trying to get laid So you're able to focus that energy now more towards something like the gym or your job. It makes you more productive. It makes you an all-around better person, in my opinion. It saved my marriage, saved my life. I'm going to 100% say anybody before they go to a doctor and have a doctor say, you need this, you should not mess with it. I have friends who have gone, because no kid is going to go and just do a half a milligram on Monday and Friday. They're gonna go in with a full-on dose You take the chance, I have friends that are now sterile, I have friends who are incapable of getting a heart on if they're not on a cycle, you can fuck your body up. If you have cancer anywhere in your family history, you have a high chance, more than likely you're going to have that. It's something you need to get checked out, even if you do need testosterone, getting that checked out because it has a chance of pushing the cancer further through your body, just making it kind of spread like a wildfire. There are side effects that you can have if you are set up and predisposed to having that kind of shit. Abusing it always has side effects. I have, With me taking it beyond what the doctor prescribed, I have seen a lot of side effects. All things that you are able to balance out by fixing your diet, fixing your supplements, finding out how to take something that can counteract the negative side effects of too much of a certain drug. There are ways to do it, but it's also... Everybody's different. Everybody reacts different. So once you go into that world, it's a whole other world, and nobody can really tell you how to do it. All you can do is kind of treat your body like a chemistry set and try to figure out how you need to balance that stuff out.
0: Okay. Yep. Um, So here's a question then. How much do you think uh, lifestyle and diet plays in uh, testosterone and, and production of
1: testosterone? That is one regret that I have. I would like to have... I would like to be able to rewind and go and see, okay, here, I know being fat, not in the gym, not eating a good diet, I'm not feeling very good, and this is what my test score is. I'm going to now put a couple months into really cleaning up a good diet, bringing in natural foods, figuring out what they are that are going to promote testosterone boosting, also shedding off that belly fat, because for 30 pounds of belly fat on your gut, you're looking at at a you know a pretty substantial constant drop in your testosterone score, they've proven. Stress is another huge testosterone killer. Smoking weed is a huge testosterone killer. I'm basically a woman at this point. Fuck! I don't know how you're not lactating. I well,
0: I've got two shirts on. You know, and Band-Aids. Got the one, oh, and band aids. Oh, band aids. Band aids are a big part break. of it.
1: I was using maxi pads there for a while, just duct well, tape That's because you were.
0: There was a lot of milk
1: coming so out much. of there. Could have fed a small village. You didn't? I tried. Uh Africa wouldn't take me. Ah, It's always the worst.
0: I know. All right, so we've got a guest today. I'm pretty excited about this. Me too. Yeah. This has been a long one coming. Yeah. Yeah? Let's make it happen. All right. Today, our guest, the un, the unly, Curtis Denham.
2: How you doing, bud? I'm doing great. Glad to be here. This is fun.
0: Curtis is our, I guess we're going to call him our in-house resident expert on the, the hairy man um of of port chatham port lock but before we get into that let's let's kind of go over
2: some of your credentials let's um let's talk about some of your companies so. okay so uh well the the big ones i was assistant hunting guide for a long time bear guide you know that's what kind of i was out in the woods you know not necessarily chasing the hairy man but i'll find him one day but uh so what i do is i've got a um a satellite phone rental business here in uh kenai and then i've got a uh FFL, SOT, so we do uh, Norseman Security and Defense. We do silencers, machine guns, regular handguns, that kind of stuff. Um, built my uh, perfect uh, Sasquatch hunting hunting rig, a uh, 458 SOCOM with an 11-inch barrel and a 12-inch suppressor hanging off the end of it. That's what I'm going to try and find a, That's find a Sasquatch with uh, this summer. Um, that's like a 4570, but in an AR. You know, it uses your standard AR15 lower receiver, and you put on your uh, your upper receiver there, and it's uh, shoots 600 grain bullets, subsonic. It won't even. It sounds like this. It's pretty so cool.
0: He'll uh, he won't know it's or she
2: or she yeah. Don't totally. assume.
0: Yeah, yeah. So so let's. Uh, how did you get into the Harry Man? And can you tell us a little bit about the Harry Man?
2: Uh, well, yeah, it's like the Alaska version of the Sasquatch, um, and uh, you know, there's all sorts of rumors. There's, there's folklore from all the different uh, Native Alaska tribes. They all have their own version of it, um, just like there is in you know the Himalayas. Like every civilization seems to have something on the the hairy man, and uh, that's our own Alaska version. And uh, you know, I just some of my different like all the different villages that I've worked at doing you know bear hunting there's always someone talking about it you know never seen one but there's always the story out there somewhere and uh the portlock one's neat because it's really close to where we live you know and so yeah this summer we're gonna go out there um and uh my new youtube channel we're starting up squatching with kurt we're gonna try and catch uh catch the hairy man out there
0: I'm pretty excited about this i'm pretty excited to be on the other end uh, of the line while you're at uh, hunting for a squash so what do you think it is out there do you think it is anything do you do you think that there's definitely something out there or what you know i think it's a bear
2: chances are it's probably a bear right but uh it just uh there's an there's enough stories um all around alaska all very similar that uh you know there there was no telegrams back then that they could get their story straight and you know, all the way from Barrow, all the way down to, you know, where we live, there's stories of the hairy man. And so you always wonder where there's smoke, there's fire, right? There's gotta be maybe something to it. And you hope, right? Cause we're all, you know, we're all 12 year old boys and inside and we just want something like that. When was the last one sighted? Do they have any dates on that? Uh, that one was back in the fifties in Portlock. And uh, that's when uh, the men in the village started just disappearing and uh, and what Portlock is, it's like a—they're uh, all around Alaska. It's a, a fishing cannery town, where before there was refrigeration, the fishing boats would catch all this fish, and there's no way that they could get that down south without it spoiling. So there's all these little canneries all around Alaska. You've probably flown over them, you just wondered what is that little city, and that's what that was. And so it was a fishing town from you know late 1800s, and then it, it dried up and disappeared. Like everyone overnight moved out. So it's kind of a, a ghost town that happened just instantly, overnight. Everyone got the fuck out of there because all the people kept dying. And they attributed to the, the hairy man. So some moved to Seward, some moved to Manwallack and Soldovia. probably some over to Homer. and Then, uh, yeah, just turned into a ghost town that's still still over there today. Big cannery village.
0: So Alaska's a land full of like many mysteries. I recently heard about the black pyramids near Denali. Are there are there any uh, are there any mysteries in Alaska that that stick out to you whether it's the Iliamna monster or or uh, <clears throat> or the hairy man or the black pyramids is there anything specific that that
1: sticks I out like to you? I
2: like the Iliamna monster one. You know, and I've been over there a few times um, and uh, if you've ever flown over that I mean it, you can't tell it's a lake it's so big, right? So You could see how something could hide in there. You'd hope, you know. It's an awesome story. You would, you know. I've heard it was somehow a sturgeon got all the way up there, and that's what it is. Um, You know. I heard a a deformed orca.
0: Yeah, I heard a Mm -hmm. a whale that got up there somehow, and it's kind of stuck. That was that was one. Idea. Now, uh, Bob Bird went out there a couple of years ago, gotten a word for it. Actually, it was, uh, yeah, it was broadcasting live from Iliamna. There had been a sighting, and so he he went out there and uh, and
2: reported live. Yeah, I'd like there to be something. You know, it makes life a little more fun you know, if there is something like that. We don't have
1: a whole lot. <clears throat> the world has kind of been. It's been kind of conquered. You know we've seen pretty much every every step so these things kind of give our generation the ability to still see that there's something out there to discover we've discovered the pyramids all the Mayan ruins all that stuff that's we missed out on that with ours too there's no more taking the Oregon trail over to expand the West this kind of stuff is our chance to be able to still see that there's something badass out there that nobody else knows about so what if I that's where out. Chewbacca comes from well, like, legitimately, like, what if, and, and we were kind of speaking about
0: this previously with, with Steven Spielberg being used to, um, to tell stories of things that had already happened. What if that's where we got Chewbacca? What if we got Wookiees from the same place we got Sasquatch? It's highly possible. It makes a whole lot more sense than yeah. just about anything else I was taught in high school. But then again, I wasn't paying a lot of attention in high school, so that's why a lot of this stuff makes sense to me.
2: You just want to, plus we're 12-year-old boys, so that you want, you know, Chewbacca's badass. Who doesn't want Chewbacca, right, uh, to be real? Absolutely. Right I would also much
0: rather assume that we went into Iraq to get the Stargate from Saddam Hussein than anything else. Like, there's, uh, allegedly, that was uh, that was part of the reason that, that we went to Iraq, was for the Stargate. So I would hope that that's, I would rather that be real than any other thing uh, that they could tell us. If... If they could tell us that Saddam Hussein and was doing terrible things, I wouldn't give a shit. But like, there's a Stargate there. Get it from that man. Get us that Stargate, and bring us to bring us to Ra or, or whoever it was that was in that Stargate movie. Um, have you seen Stargate? Oh yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. yeah. MacGyver, right? Yeah, big yeah. fan. He was in the TV show, and then I watched... He ran the TV show. I never watched the TV show. I watched the movie. With Kurt Russell? Out. Yeah, that one. Yeah, which he is... wore his beret like an asshole. Never noticed that <laughs> until after I got out of the Army. But.
0: So, <laughs> so um, one of my favorite representations of my former occupation in the Air Force is in... Um, Stargate. A guy's a security forces guy, and his feet are up on the desk mm. when they're coming in. It's like, yep, yeah, I can see that. You can see that dude just hanging out, kind of racked out when he's <laughs> supposed to be in his gig. Um, so yeah, there's that's that's a conspiracy theory that if you're at home, you can look into the the stargates in Iraq. Um, and there's there's a whole lot of where there's smoke, there's fire. So so there you go. Maybe there is a stargate in Iraq, which would make things again a whole lot cooler. Yeah, I'd be on board with that, yeah. yeah. Um, so if you... Now, one of the other things we, we've discussed on other podcasts is um, movies. Big big kick I'm on right now. And if um, I'm thinking in a very real way, actors are going to become part of downloadable content the same way that you get a new map for a video game. <sighs> Pretty soon you're going to be able to buy the uh, Bradley Cooper downloadable... Uh, version and you can put him in any movie that you want to you want to put him in all right so then the question becomes what actor would you put in which movie like one example that I use is um, I would probably put Martin Lawrence in the Godfather and I would have him play Michael Corleone because why not because you can do pretty much anything with anyone right you can put them in whatever role you want to see them in you could put uh, Christian Bale in in, in, in any role that he's been in, because he's a method actor who's done 50 different roles that are 50 different people. Um, but you could take, you know, uh, Christian Bale from when he played Batman, and you could put him in um, Animal House as uh, Bluto. What actor would you put in one movie?
2: Ooh. And, uh, yeah, let's go there. I'm probably going to pick Bruce Willis and put him in. Some sort of a romantic comedy
0: yeah mm-hmm. like uh i don't watch a lot of romantic comedy like sleepless
2: guys. in seattle 50 first dates you know what i'm gonna put no i just change it i'm gonna put steve carell in die Hard. die hard
1: yeah one two and three that's not a bad choice yeah it's not a bad choice at all you like that i do like yeah. that i like that a lot i like your option a lot better than his options that's I did, a really i did one. not like will's options at all i felt this was going totally flat if i'm gonna be honest you saved it right there. Yeah. I saved it. So who are you thinking? I'm drawing a total blank right now. I can't do better than you. I'm just going to take his side. Steve Carell, you know, uh, yeah, chucking yeah, yeah, the yeah. guy off. Yippee
2: ki yay, motherfucker! Can you see that scene right there? Oh, that'd be great.
0: No, I'm not. I'm not. A, I'm not opposed to that at <laughs> oh, yeah. all. Yeah. Martin Lawrence in The Godfather sucks.
1: And I've <laughs> seen enough Steve Carell movies where he plays a different character than just his office character or his funny character, where he can sell it. Like that, yeah. That. Was it Flags of Our Fathers? I think where his son dies, and he has to go. His son dies during the war, and he has to go pick up his son's with line. Lawrence Fishburne. Yep, yep. And they all come back. They all. It's all Vietnam guys having to go do this field trip together to pick up his son's remains. And he plays a very serious character. He did another one. I can't remember what the hell it was, but he plays a guy with depression. He sells. He's got a. He's got. A, I could see him actually because he's not in bad shape. He's believable. He's in as good a shape as as, as uh, fucking Willis. So I think he wouldn't have a problem at all. Pulling it off.
2: Welcome hey. to the party, pal.
1: Yeah. I can see it. I can see it. Because Bruce Willis didn't have... He's now been considered this alpha male, but he was moonlighting Yeah. before he did Die Hard. A lot of people did not think he was going to be able to sell Die Hard. They thought it was going to go shitty because he was on this romantic comedy with Sybil Shepherd gave him this chance to play that character. A lot of people were like, this should be an Arnold, this should be a Sylvester Stallone, this is not the guy for the job, and he made a killer out of
0: it. And then he went on to um, uh, the last Boy Scout, and, yeah. and a long, long career of kicking ass. Now he's an old guy kicking ass. He's uh, a death wish. There's, there's he's a risk
1: dog shit though. Him and Travolta are pretty much just shitting out garbage. <laughs> don't can don't you, don't now. you compare shitting those out. two?
0: Travolta. Did you see Gotti? God, he was one fucking of Fucking
1: terrible. Fucking horrible. It was one of the worst movies of all time. Th- you can't compare yeah. a- anything... But Death Wish was pretty goddamn bad. And so was that, like... But the first Death Wish wasn't... Was in...
2: blocks, that
1: was pretty bad, too. What was and that, that?
2: Was... M. Night Shyamalan one? Which oh, one? Uh,
0: well, the one?
1: The last one. Glass. Oh.
0: Uh, well, so there was Glass, which was the, the last one where he came back as concho uh, w- 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 man. W- man. The one um, where he died in the end. I didn't... Thanks for ruining it.
2: Sorry. It's so, okay. <laughs> Spoiler alert! It Spoiler. sucks. Spoiler, Spoiler it
0: sucks. Alert. Spoiler alert! They didn't kill Chewbacca in Star Wars. <laughs> yeah. They just played with your emotions. Yeah, I did. haven't
1: liked any of them. M Night Shyamalan. He's kind of he falls under the whole fucking uh, the Johnny Depp dude, the guy that makes all the. Johnny I like Depp signs. Out. I like that one. They
2: yeah. tied everything together yeah. at the end. I thought that yeah. was cool.
1: Yeah, yeah. And he he starts swinging. was the beating best. the shit out of him with a bat. Yeah. I mean, his wife's last words come back to yeah. explain it. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. But those are but those are M Night Shyamalan movies. Like at the very end, everything comes together. I didn't see the last Airbender. I have zero interest in in yeah. what the the surprise is. Ooh, you know what? I would I would replace. Uh, do you watch UFC? No. There's a guy by the name of Israel Adesanya. They call him the Style Bender, uh, and he's a lot of fun to watch. He's it's like if. If a human being can fig has figured out that that this is all a video game and they're mashing buttons, that guy's doing it. And I would like to see him uh, play. I would like to see him replace the dude that plays Finn in the Star Wars movies because it would be a whole lot cooler with
2: Israel Adesanya. So, with your uh, downloadable content actor thing, yeah. if you could put them into the UFC, that would be awesome after the fact. Especially if someone just got an ass whooping, mm. you could put. Hillary Clinton in there, mm. ooh, ooh, yeah. hi- ooh!
1: Hillary Clinton versus Derek Lewis. Yes, yes, you know, and I think he would beat her. Steve Carell versus
2: Hillary Clinton. I would, yeah, I'd watch it. Uh, yeah, yo, Steve. I'd Cur- forty nine ninety nine right now for that.
0: Steve Carell versus John Jones, death match. That would be a pretty quick one, I think. Maybe, 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 maybe John Jones stands a
2: chance. <laughs> <laughs> Steve Carell knows all that parkour. Yeah.
0: Fuck yeah. <laughs> Fuck yeah. listen, Carell has been in some some masterpieces, all right? Yeah. He he was in the 40 year old version, all right? He's oh, that's he's, right. He's one of the greatest actors
1: of our time because of that movie. That was so much fun. So you're a gilf. <laughs> I'm going with John Jones versus Keanu Reeves, but Keanu Reeves gets a knife. That's, I would see there being a possibility. Okay, so so let's talk about that
0: because are we talking about? I'm assuming we're talking about Keanu Reeves and John Wick, like yes, Machado jiu jitsu.
1: So I think John he's got to at least picked up a little bit. He might be able to do something. I think most of it's Hollywood bullshit, but I'm thinking if you give him a knife. Do you watch any of his? Like uh, his his gun training. Very very talented. But
0: we're not talking about with a gun here. Like with a
1: gun, I'm I'm pretty
0: sure Keanu Reeves would fuck John Jones up, especially if John Jones doesn't have a gun. I give
1: that fight to Keanu 10 times out of 10. I give that fight to me 10 (laughs) times out of 10. And I'm not good with a gun or a knife, and I'm not a ninja. But I'm still thinking with two Malinois versus John Jones. I'll still give that one to Halle Berry and the Malinois. (laughs) Oh my gosh, Malinois are beautiful animals. I've got one in the truck. I love her.
2: I had one that awesome. Yeah,
0: Letty's great. Um, so, so then, who else would you like? What other actor would you want to see like in a u Uf- like in a real UFC fight? We're coming up on Cowboy and we're coming up on uh, on Conor McGregor. So we've also entered an age where actors and athletes own part of the UFC. Like. Uh, um, Tom Brady is, is one of the investors in the UFC. So, hypothetically, we could put Mark Wahlberg in there with Jose Aldo. In fact, Conor McGregor called out Mark Wahlberg for his ownership stake in the UFC.
2: Hmm. I don't know. I'd like to see Jonah Hill in there just whoop an ass. That would be good. That would be awesome. Who would he fight? Who would you like to see Jonah Hill fight? Mm. I don't know anybody. I think it would just be, a, but he needs to be the winner, right? Maybe. Yeah. Ronda Rousey. Ooh. <laughs> no, no, that would get cancel culture for sure. Yeah. Yeah, they would. No.
1: He's kind of a. He's kind of a. a beta though. I don't know. I think this pretty hardcore. There's and I some. I think she'd win. Yeah. So I, you know, if she wins, then everybody's gonna love it.
0: But if Jonah Hill beat the shit out of what did Jonah Hill beat the shit out of Amanda Nunez? What if Jonah Hill walked in there and just walked her down and beat the dog shit out of Emmanuel Nunez? Would we feel would we feel
1: bad for her? Who is the girl that was not a girl when she started? Fallon Fox. Fallon Fox. So I think I think America could get behind that. Because now it's kind of it's a chubby, not strong, not talented male actor fighting a transsexual female. Who used to be in the Navy? Who used to be in the navy? I don't so think you, you got, can say
2: transsexual anymore.
1: I think so. You can't say tranny anymore. You can say trans or transsexual. Oh, I was I was corrected because I thought tranny because tranny used to be okay, but tranny is now turned into the n word in the trans community. Yeah, I stay away from all of those because I never can get right. Yeah. Yeah. Any it's letter tough. word is just I yeah. try to
0: stay. A, like if it's there's a letter and a word attached to it, I just try to avoid it in most cases. Like if it's. Yeah. To, well, I was going to say the T-word, but apparently there's a T-word, too. My sister <laughs> um, is
1: in... She's got a lot of friends because she's an actor down in Scottsdale, Arizona. An actress. And she is... A lot of her friends are from the gay community. A lot of them are from the trans community. And so I've been taught here as of late because I got called out on all the ignorant shit I was saying. So The I'm shit now, you learn, I'm now Captain PR over here on how to what you can and can't say.
0: And... Really, that's that's where we're at. There are words that you can and cannot say if you want to
1: successfully operate a business. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But, unless you own a gym where you say fuck all the time, and then you've got a little bit more leeway. People absolutely, expect you, especially in Soldotna, Alaska. You know, if I was like the head of Google, now you got a problem. This conversation would be just career suicide.
0: By the way, if uh, if you're at home and you're interested in Google, look up Adrenochrome and then look up Google's connection to Adreno and Google Chrome. Familiar with Adrenochrome? Nope. All right. So that is apparently it is a chemical that uh, children produce when they're terrified, and the rich blood suckers drink it.
2: Huh.
0: Yeah. So Google has.
2: Uh, it's like Monsters Inc. I guess. <laughs> That's
0: exactly
1: it. <laughs>
2: So what Google's do? scaring the shit out of kids <laughs> and then, what, sucking out a mm-hmm. pint of blood, half a pint? Well, okay, so
0: um, so they've got the, the um was it, the Chrome, the Chromebook? Chrome the, browser. The Chrome browser. Yeah. And then uh, the Adreno is, I believe, the computer processor, if I'm not mistaken. I can Google that. But yeah, so they've got an Adrena and they've got the Chrome. Now, Adrena Chrome is, again, the chemical that babies exert when they're terrified that the rich people drink. So look up Adrena I'm gonna have to.
2: I don't Google anything. Well, yeah, request, you, you so should
0: DuckDuckGo. I'm gonna DuckDuckGo that. Yeah, DuckDuckGo is a beautiful thing.
1: Have you messed with DuckDuckGo? Is it better than Google? Way better than Google, and yeah. they don't
0: keep any of your information and
2: sell to. Nobody third party. should Google anything. No. Yeah, you, I'm just a lazy asshole. I go with what's easy.
0: <laughs> but you could, you could, go, you could look up the. Uh, if you go to DuckDuckGo and look up the 666s in Google. There you go. There's in this. Okay.
1: I'm like the guy that when they say make a password and it says this is an extremely weak password, somebody's definitely gonna hack this. I'm like, it's what I'm gonna remember. So <laughs> click it, go with it. The minimum they'll allow me to get away with. Yeah. The bare minimum. I mean you no know, and I found that you know how you don't get hacked? You keep always like, 30 bucks in your bank account and just have a really shitty credit score and they just go on to the next guy. So yes. as long as you just fail at life and always just keep buying shit that you don't really need and just live day to day, nobody fucks with it. It's like, what are they going to get? 30 bucks? Go for it, bro. Oh,
0: what are you going to do? Wreck my credit? Yeah. Nah, I haven't You've paid a that bill <laughs> in five years. I had that
1: shit fucked by the time I was 19, bro. <laughs> you got nothing that you can take from me. Oh,
0: what are you going to do? Buy a house
1: with all that? <laughs> not today, son. Not today. Oh man, I can't get a credit card with more than a four thousand dollar limit. So, do your best. Ah,
0: uh, what did uh, what did Chris Rock say? My credit's so bad that stores won't take my cash.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, duck, duck, go. I'll check it out. Duck, duck, go. You
0: should definitely
2: do it. Yeah. There's an app on your Android phone, too. Yeah,
0: I've I've got uh, the app on my iPhone,
1: so there is one for iPhone. That's yeah, there is that. one
0: for iPhone. I I use it. I am a, I am a great big fan of uh, DuckDuckGo. No one should use Google. No. Google's uh, or
2: Gmail. No. Or text.
0: So what about Plasma okay. Mail? Um,
2: or Proton, proton mail. mail. You want Proton Mail? That's what you want. Yep. Okay. You so, can get a free, you know, just a single user. I kind of recommend everybody do the paid version. You know, you get. A lot of powerful features it's hosted in Switzerland in an underground vault that's end-to-end encryption they don't even have like nobody can get your emails nobody
1: but you so why is Google so sketchy
2: because well we talked earlier about uh, what they did to Tulsi Gabbard
1: okay right that's been the reason why I've been a yeah, little bit Google. yeah
2: and they are horrible bad about censorship Um, and spyware it is it would shock you how much spyware and how much information google keeps on everybody and then sells that that's why they're they're making money right they see that you googled whatever and all of a sudden you start getting ads for it like that is not a coincidence that literally is what they're doing and they keep track of every tab you have open and what you're on they've got like anybody that uses chrome to save your passwords now they have all your passwords people don't realize that like it's a horrible idea that's a nefarious company that has all your private data don't don't use that.
0: It's almost like if a company was to exist as Big Brother from 1984, it is like that Google has morphed into that. Google has become that. Now I don't know if you've seen. Um, apparently the the Google the Gmail logo is uh, is sort of the apron that uh, Masons wear.
2: Oh really?
0: Yeah. It's kind of spooky. Mm, it gets dark. It gets dark real quick. It's like winter in Alaska.
1: <laughs> I just don't know how many. Uh... Fleshlights—they think a guy needs. I mean, I bought one. <laughs> do I need a new browser ad every day for a new flashlight?
0: Well, maybe they just assume that you're just wrecking shop. So one of the, one of the uh, machines that gets a lot of use at Iron Asylum is the the sort of hip butt extension one. So if you do in fact have a flashlight and you're you're powering through with your hips, you're doing a lot of like hip flexing stuff. Uh, and you got some good butt muscles going. Maybe you are smashing.
1: And I've been tearing into late. this one like a pack of Oreos, and <laughs> after a night of a, a few bong rips, and I'm telling you, they're pretty tough. Pretty tough. I don't know how much thrusting they think I got, but
0: maybe you're not taking enough testosterone
1: guess we'll just have to figure that out
0: yeah it's not you know unless you're penetrating the other side oh,
1: uh, that's definitely yeah. never gonna happen <laughs> <laughs> just just rip it to yeah. just just rip it into shreds whatever you got like three inches in the front that might get a little use and that's about as much as it's getting
0: but it's getting a lot of use that first three inches is getting wrecked Cold well that's enough. what
2: yeah google knows how long the the shelf life is that on based on all your other internet search history so that's why they're hitting you with that Man. They know you're due for a new one. It's so. Time.
0: So, if you have like a like a health measurement, uh, like a health app on your on your watch, and let's let's talk a little bit about this being real serious. Um, so, your insurance company, you've got an app for them on your phone. You've got um, you know all of these these people that are that are you have apps on your phone. Um, if you if let's say you're supposed to be using your CPAP uh, at night, and you have uh, and your smartphone on. Is your your insurance company be going to be able to know whether or not you're doing the things you're not supposed to be doing? Or if you were in a vehicle accident, whether or not you were speeding uh, while you were driving through the app on your phone?
2: The answer to those is yes, they can. Legally right now, the medical thing they're not, but they sure as shit could pull up your, your phone record there and find out how fast you're going when you got a wreck.
1: And they've got that new thing, what is it, the smart driver discount yeah. where you plug that thing into your car and it shows through GPS, what the speed limits are and what you drive Mm -hmm. in those speed limits, which I think is what's really making people drive like... Assholes? Candy asses around here right now. It's getting (laughs) fucking pathetic. I mean, it's like a minimum of five to 10 under the speed limit everywhere you go.
0: It couldn't possibly be that there's a coating of ice on the...
1: No. No. No, because summertime, it's just as bad. And a coating of ice is fine and all, but Jesus Christ, like, give yourself two car links Go the speed limit. If you don't like that there's a pile of cars behind you, pull over. It takes exactly five seconds, I've timed it, to let somebody go around you.
2: That is way more dangerous than speeding, is the asshole that stacks up cars and then makes that one guy pass illegally. Yes, that can cause the death. I remember this last summer I was on a trip to Anchorage, and I saw for the first time ever, and I've lived here for a long time, my entire life, a cop pulled over a motorhome, first cars stacking up behind him, and I wanted to get out, shake the
1: guy's hand. There's nothing they can do though, because I have talked to multiple troopers and cops. There is no actual punishment. Like in Texas, there is an actual a fine that you can be given for stacking up cars. There isn't one in the state of Alaska. Well, they can hold them there, and all they can do is pull them over, yep, give them a talking them to for an hour. Don't be a dick, <laughs> and then. But I mean, it's just if uh, talking to the cops are like, there's nothing we can do. All we can do is basically babysit and pull them over and let the cars go. But it's... And until it's like a real problem, that there's no actual consequence that we can give. That's, I think, a ridiculous thing, especially with how bad the traffic is up here and how limited our roads are up here. Well, we're finally about to have a four-laner all the way to...
2: It'll be nice. Kena to Soldano. That'll be nice. It will be.
0: So when is that supposed to actually happen?
2: Well, it's DOT, so... Give him a couple more years, maybe the
1: 2025, it'll be nice. Yeah. Mm -hmm. be good. It's
0: not going to go over budget or anything. Oh, yeah,
1: absolutely go over Is it a government job? No, go under budget and And happen quickly. And, you know, you can't get the DOT money without another fucking bike lane. So that's why we keep getting bike lanes. That was part of it. No,
2: what's worse than that is, like, K-Beach. I use this one as a great example. I live on K-Beach, so i got to drive down that every day. And in the summer, with that million-something dollar bike path
1: there's always Two point 5. five million dollars there's
2: always that oh two or three assholes riding their bike down the road yep that is not a, a sidewalk over there
1: that is a bike path according to those assholes who I have actually <laughs> called out on bad business deals on the bad business deals page it is not built for them because it is not efficient, and the law allows them to drive on the road. And I said, you do understand this is a dick move. This is no different than going to the grocery store and pushing a shopping cart down the middle of the fucking aisle and making it where nobody else can get past you or 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 get to the groceries that they need to get. You understand that what you're doing is a shitty move. Well, it's the law, so we're allowed to do it. And there is they don't care and they yeah. say that it is inconvenient and it's not for for what they're trying to accomplish the bike paths are not built for bikes they are built for strollers and people walking and so it is not it's safer for them to be on the road than to be dodging the pedestrians on the bike path and because of how it curves in and out and I just I I don't I don't understand I do not understand how this is not a thing I don't understand why we have to put our money into it we, but in order to get DOT funding, they have to. Part of that has to be written in a bike path. And then they don't use it. And then they don't use it. Do I they. would like that. That's Actually, why they had discussion. to push that one through Beaver Loop. Yeah. That, and before they could get the money for the four lane, there had to be a. They had to redo all of Beaver Loop and put in the bike path for Beaver Loop. That's why Beaver Loop was closed this entire summer. That would by accident.
2: Oh, because I was in a hurry. thought I'd take Beaver Loop, you know, because it shaves off like six minutes.
1: Yep. Bad move. Had to turn around.
2: Yeah, I did. Yeah, I sat down there for like 20 minutes before I could turn around.
1: Did the same thing.
2: Yeah, they got me good on that one. Gotcha. Yeah. Good fucker. <laughs>
0: <laughs>
2: All right. So, Brandon,
0: what's going on at the gym this week?
1: Pictures. Pictures. Doing the calendar. Had an amazing turnout with people pre-ordering the calendar so that we were able to help that uh, single mom who was needing money to pay for Christmas and not get evicted from her house. We came together, the gym pulled together $2,000, was able to save her from, from losing her house and was able to get her and her kid Christmas which was amazing. Once again shows just how amazing of people we have at the gym and uh, the calendar is now we did a, a bunch of people, got a lot of pictures done yesterday. Kira Boyd is the one, or Bodnar is the one taking the, I don't know why I said, Boy, she's another photographer. Bodner is the other is the, the girl who's doing it. She goes by Kira B Photography. She uh, looking at the pictures just through the screen finder on her uh, on her camera. Took really really cool pictures. Got some really good ones. Did about I don't know probably close to twenty people yesterday, and then we're doing it again tomorrow at the gym on Saturday, doing some more pictures, getting that. So we're gonna put together a calendar. We were just gonna do twelve pictures, just each month had a picture. And, uh, but we've got so many people, maybe we'll do some more of like a collage style, getting everybody in there.
0: So is this, uh, so what is this for now? What is this raising money for? It was raising
1: money for the lady that was going to get evicted. Okay. And so, yeah, got her, got her taken care of. She's a very loved person in the gym and she didn't want her business put out there, but it, she, she came in with the, trying to do anything around the gym to make a little bit extra money just because... Child support's not coming through. A lot of a lot of stuff that, out of her control, she's working her ass off, doing the best she can, but just kept being told, next month you're gonna get the money, next month you're gonna get the money, and now 11 months later, no money. And she was just, had her hands tied, so she asked if there was anything she could do to make money, she didn't just wanna be given money, but in a month, coming up with enough money to cover what she needed was not really an option without just doing something out of the hearts of everybody, so it was a uh, it was cool. It was really cool to see the gym come together, same way they came together for our buddy that is going through cancer right now. Raised a bunch of money for him too, and so I was going to ask about the sales. How have the sales been of the fuck
0: cancer shirts?
1: I think we did somewhere around, you know, at the end, I think it came out to about fifteen hundred dollars. Had a brought Matt over at Matt Plant with uh, with his plant productions. They threw down another 350 bucks out of the comedy show that you guys did here last weekend. So that that money's going to the family also. I think after the covering the cost of just the materials on the shirts, I think we at the gym came up with like 1500 bucks, 1400 bucks, something like that. So all together between Matt and us, somewhere around $2,000 for them also, which it's not a lot, but it's cool to see the people walking around with the fuck cancer shirts on, letting people know that they give, they let him know that people give a shit about him. Every time you go in the gym, almost there's at least a couple people wearing the shirt, and the guy is very, very loved, and it's cool to see see the people showing him that.
0: Um, so we got uh, we got photos coming up. Uh, anything else you get, you're excited for?
1: Right now, we just, you know, we already talked about the expansion of the gym, so that's when I leave here. I'm gonna give that guy a call, talk to him about the building of the new building, and see see what our options are. All right. Anything uh, you want to touch on for next week? I think we did it. I mean, we covered everywhere from steroids to hairy men to fucking Jonah Hill getting his ass beat by Ronda Rousey. So I don't know to how much. assholes on the bikes. And the fucking bike path fucks. So we, non-using bike path fucks. So, I mean, I don't think you can wrap a whole lot more into an hour. True story. All right, man.
0: Thank you so much for your time. Thank you. Sorry I was late. Oh, you're all good. Curtis. If uh, people are interested and they want to learn more about uh, about what it is that you do, how do they reach out to you?
2: KenaiSatPhone.com KenaiSatPhone.com All right,
0: ladies, gents, others, have a beautiful day.